Hello, guys, and welcome to the Shoes and Biscuit podcast. Uh, my mic's gone. It's weird. What's going on there? There we go. Hey, look, you can hear me now. Welcome to the show. I'm Alex Whiteley. Uh, we have a very good show for you today. Um, we are speaking to our new mayoress. Um, how are you, Elizabeth Roberts, mayor? How, how's that weird? Is that weird hearing yourself being called the mayor? It was okay. a settled in a bit. Got used to it now. Um, oh, hold on. Oh, I can't hear you. My fault. I've got to turn the mic on. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So it's you no. Know, you you getting used to it or? Yeah. Uh, five weeks in now, um, and it's not just myself. It's my mini mare, and I've also got my twenty uh, year old twins. So we're we're covering all bases. Um, so yeah, um, I'm Elizabeth. I've got an S. So I'm not like the Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's easier to call me Elise. It's easier. That's nice. And and I'm I'm the mayor. I'm non gender which is fantastic for this role. So I can be a mayoress if I like, or I can be the mayor. So I chose the mayor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I had to Google how to... Um, <laughs> let's talk about, I did a live show yesterday, because this isn't a new thing I'm going to be doing, a new live show every yes, Wednesday. It's quite cool. So I was like, how do I address the mayor, mayoress? Oh, I'm glad you covered that up. Well, in person, if you were just to meet me, I am, my title is Madam Mayor. Madam Mayor. Yeah. And um, the staff at Riggs Hall aren't allowed to call me by my first name in case they... Um, muck up if we're on um, uh, uh, in a meeting because um, I chair the council's um, meetings as well Okay. Um, and they can't call me by, by my first name so um, all previous mayors like Phil Gillum they you know call him occasionally I think they call, they've called him Phil but it's normally mayor because um, we all come out um, during certain ceremonies so, oh okay so we have past mayors so do you have like do you work with people that are like oh, I'm mayor like, yeah <laughs> your I, mates that are just like <laughs> I have done that do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Do you but, not know who I am? That, that's usually to my pupils. Um, yeah, that's usually how I meet people for the first time. Do you not? I'm joking. I'm joking. If you know me, that's a silly joke. Um, but yeah, this, these these um, these interviews are always designed just to just to find out a bit about you because, like, we, we, we talked about uh, a while ago about the the role of the mayor. What is the mayor? And somebody actually uh, talked about uh, was talking with me about the biscuit, and they were like, oh, "I really liked your interview with the mayor because." I never know what a mayor sounded like. Yeah. And it's just like, well, they're just normal people. Yeah. Normal people. I'm, I'm a vertically challenged mayor in comparison <laughs> to the rest of them. <laughs> Previous mayors um, were around 5'11", five, 6' five, plus. Um, I'm 5'2 five and a half, so I've had to have my robe made for me this time. Because oh, otherwise wow. I'd look a bit like um, the character on Big when he comes out. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be dragging on the floor. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, ours, it, it's a really interesting role. It's um, historic, obviously. Uh, first mayor was around the 1600s. Um, some of the uh, the pieces of uh, equipment that we have are very old. The sword is made in 1800s. We've got a, our own sword. I have a sword bearer to carry that. Wow. Um, and the maces are, I've got four maces, which are made out of silver gilted, and they're carried by four other people. So when we're fully robed up, it's... Um, to smack somebody over the head if they dare come over to me. <laughs> Is that what that's for, yeah, literally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, protect me and everything. Um, but uh, I'm, I like history. I'm a bit of a history buff. And, oh, um, me too. Yeah. It's, 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 very, it's very much a case of being... Uh, I'm, class, I'm seen as the first person of Shrewsbury. Yeah. So that's my, that's my other role. So wherever we go, if I'm uh, representing Shrewsbury, I am, you know, that person. Um, which is really nice when I go to other mayor's events. Um, and we go all dress up with our um, our chains not so much robes um but it's to present ourselves to visitors general public um and 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 basically to to chair the the town council so we have regular meetings with town council which cover um uh parts of uh, the carries the, uh, the quarry um you know uh flora and fauna uh, the um Market, which is amazing. It's won loads of awards recently. Yeah, yeah. We're we were talking about that recently with yeah. Phil and yeah. with Stan. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's brilliant. Um, and, you know, all the, the lovely floor displays that you see around the town centre and now going further out. Um, uh, recently went up to the um, the greenhouses that they've got up at Weeping Cross. It's amazing. Mm. And, and we, they actually produce their own so they don't buy in. Um, so they're, they're creating, um, for instance, to reduce our carbon footprint within Shrewsbury, they're developing these seedling um, to go on the top of our uh, bus stops. So oh, wow, stop that's a great shelters. idea. That's We've a great got idea. two, one's in Radbrook, 
Um, and it basically, it uh, through photosynthesis, which we should all know now, yeah. ecology. And, uh, it's one of those words you pull out in school to sound clever. You know the photosynthesis. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, take, you know, it reduces our carbon footprint, which is brilliant. You know, we can carry on forward. We, we declared a, a climate emergency and we're being really proactive about it. Yes. I, uh, it's nice to see that, you know, people are trying to, to make an effort with that because Definitely. it seemed to be, uh, I don't mean to get political, it's probably going to it's gonna happen for this interview, I have no doubt about it, but uh, as soon as the Trump era sort of came in, it's, everybody sort of took a step back. And it, like, it's weird to think that a president over in America can affect the way we do things, but it did. Yeah. It really did. And um, it's nice to see that people are actually being proactive about it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're really um, lucky for town council. All the different um, parties work really well together. They're very much supporting, uh, pushing forward. Um, you know, the, um, the, the greener aspect, uh, bus services trying to, um, you know, the, we, we we wrote out um, a letter to to county council with regards to the the bus service coming through Radbrook because they were cutting off uh, number twenty, which is a, a lifeline to many of our yeah yeah constituents. Um, so yeah, we work really well together, which is great. So um, and my role as mayor is non political. Yes. So um, I'm there to celebrate what's absolutely amazing about Shrewsbury, and um, it is it's, it's a pretty good place. It must be nice to take a step back, you know, as a councillor mm. yourself. Mm. It, might, it might be like, oh, just a, just a year off. Just, just. Well, no, 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 I don't get a year off. I'm, I'm up there. Um, I'm a town councillor for Halskett. Um, very proud of my constituency. Um, fantastic. So you've got to continue in your day job yeah. whilst being the mayor, whilst not being political as the mayor. Yeah. That must be difficult. I have three roles now. So I work at uh, the Priory School. Yeah. Uh, eight or eight fifteen till um, three, and then um, town council, and then mayor. So um, wow. I'm chasing my tail quite a lot, um, which is great because uh, I'm a, an ADHD mayor. You know, I, I'm fully you know supportive of um, our neurodiverse population of uh, Shrewsbury, Shropshire. That's how I got into this role in the first place. Um, so um, yeah, it, I can spin quite a few plates at the same time. Um, it's, it, it must be nice for, for folks that they're in a similar position. They, they, they now have a voice and yeah. someone to speak to about that because, um, you know, politically, I mean, when you think of someone, you know, a, a politician, you think of a politician, mm. don't you? Yeah. You know, and so I'm sorry to say, sort of stereotype anybody that's going to listen to this <laughs> is a politician that isn't like that. But that's what you think of. Yeah. That's what I think of anyway. So speaking to like Phil and speaking uh, to Julian and speaking to yourself and, yeah. and realising, you know, there's actually just a very nice, relaxed, like all councillors, uh, but real people. Yeah. I mean, and Julian was amazing because I was like, he was like, yeah, for, for one of my events, I bought a suit from a charity shop. And I was like, that's just amazing yeah. just to hear that, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, I'm, I've done, um, because our year, each of our, each mayor's years are, are very different. We um, like to, we're here to shine a light on areas that we're very passionate about. Yes. Um, obviously, uh, Julian's was um, environment and, you yeah. know, uh, ours um, is about education, mental health, child mental health. And, um, are more mature generation who are isolated <clears throat> and there are different reasons for those um i got into politics um because of my own children i have um amazing uh 20 year old twins girl boy um both really struggled in education um my son especially for, with his mental health um and that led me to set up a group supporting uh quite a few families in shropshire that have got children that are neurodiverse autistic ADHD PDA pathological mm. demand avoidance that is um, and any um, neurological condition that causes social isolation and as a barrier to education um, so I advocated for families in it um, going into schools and also for the child and adolescent mental health service I've done um, quite a few sit-ins on their behalf because they may well not have been able to access um, intervention quick enough um, when their children are going through mental health crisis, which then led on to me taking in children. You use an interesting word there, with children with mental health crisis, because being a guy who works in support, and I, I don't want to speak as if I'm not some hero, because the guys that work during the day, I work during the night, but the guys that yeah. work during the day are heroes. They do it, amazing work. But when, it talk, when you talk about diagnosis for someone under the age of 18, it is a, a battle, a huge Horrific. battle. Horrific. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, as a parent, um, you want the life that you, and, and the family environment and, and experiences that you've been told you're going to get. So when you come out and you can't go into shops or your children aren't coping in education, um, my my son uh, went to WH Smith's 
um, they were about eight my twins and um, I asked them to choose a magazine and that's the worst thing I should have done because the fear of choosing the wrong one caused the frustration and anger to build and build so we actually flattened um, W.H. Smith's and Shrewsbury Town Centre so it looked like um, a Tasmanian devil had gone round it yeah. and I had to bear grip him to, to take him out um, and you do get judgmental looks and stares of course you do um, yeah. because people don't understand but as we've gone on it's about educating the wider society and I think that that's going really well you know we we do support um, and I'm very proud to be part of that um, community I got my diagnosis at 47 so because going through my own children I suffer with social anxiety I've mentioned it lots of times on the biscuits there's a few uh, regular listeners I roll it up I do it's a it's a it's a strange thing to deal with when you're a guy that sits in front of a microphone but it's a genuine it is a genuine thing um I was we just recorded the uh, the weather balloon going off at Colum, which was oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, were you there? Yeah, yeah. Month ago. Oh, well, fantastic! Um, and uh, I was just coming away from it with, with Timmy, and um, a lady stopped me, and I had my t-shirt on, and she was like, "Oh, is that the 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 the, the name of your TikTok audience?" And I just clammed up. Yeah, I just clammed up, and I'm just like, "Thank, thank you." Yeah, yeah, it is. And she's like, "Oh yeah," and I follow you on TikTok. I'm like, "Thank you." You know, like it's really weird how yeah. that happens. Yeah. Get in front of a microphone, I'd be like, yo, what's your name? Yeah. You know, I'm just, it's just weird. It's taken outside of your um, comfort zone. It's a character. I am a character right now. Yeah, and yeah. It's weird to think that, but that's yeah. just what it is. Um, but it's nice, uh, nice that you're involved with something like this. And the reason why I brought up the, the whole diagnosis thing is you, you, are, you can relate to all this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice to have someone, I say in power, but as a mayor, as a councillor, that someone can go to and, and bring up as, as a point. I do. On, yeah. And um, I bet you hear about it a lot, don't you? I'm very passionate about it um, because, you know, that the, our children um, or young and young people have got very um, specific ways to, that they live their life, but they've also got amazing talents. Um, again, my own twins, um, my eldest, Erin, um, uh, has danced with the English National Ballet, but Amazing. cannot have a conversation with you um, no. unless I'm stood with them. Um, uh, my son um, is amazing at mechanics, but can't go into a classroom because the fear of failure is just too much. And a garage, I imagine. Oi, oi, what's up, fella? You know, yeah. Currently, he's not. He's not even doing that. I mean, his mental health has been uh, volatile, to say the least. Uh, he yeah. has been through a lot in his short twenty years. Um, and I've spent a lot of my time fighting for him on behalf of him and on, on occasions against him because, you know, with mental health there, he, he had went through a phase of desperately trying to end his own life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the first attempt at that was at six after diagnosis and statement and illegal expulsion from a primary school. So I've been fighting since then. Um, and I did as much as I could on the periphery by, um, I shall drop the name, Jigsaw Community, which um, we set up as a family and, you know, support. It's about, um, and that's an amazing community. You know, we used to meet quite a lot, but I don't have time now. We do a lot of online support. Being, being, um, I say, like a victim of, of this, of, you know, mental health illnesses and, and the, you know, the issues that your son faces or, you, you know, but being proactive in a community against that sort of thing, do you think it helps, uh, you know, to help others? Do you mm. think it takes a focus yeah, away yeah. from things? Yeah. Um, because as a parent, um, I, I know, uh, you know, parents that, that have got a child that they've had to fight so much for, you feel really quite frustrated and um, you want to help. You want to make that change. But you change. just don't know how, yeah. yeah. Um, so you become an expert in your own child and in that process you become an expert in supporting your child through uh, mental health diagnosis, support, education um, and society in general. So um, that's where I, I uh, my day job working at uh, uh, mainstream school in Shrewsbury supporting some of our most vulnerable um, pupils. So I'm using my experience with my own children um, and I also did a part of Masters in um, Autism Strategies to be able to support and give a voice to those pupils that have got amazing futures. They just need to get that. It sounds like a symbiotic thing. You're learning whilst you're yeah. educating. That's, yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool. Definitely. I mean, some of the pupils I've had, well, oh, actually all of the pupils that, I'm, that I've helped and supported, they are amazing in their own right. You know, our kids have got, um, they've got a voice that needs to be heard. And yeah. because they're children, they're often seen as, no, you can't say that yet. You know, you've got to wait until you're a bit older. Well, actually, no. Um, I think most of us that work in education um, will, don't ever grow up. 
and, and it's a really good excuse to to behave and you know to be able to have that positive relationship with our young um, generation um, and I'm also quite honoured to have that because they trust me to be able to talk to, talk to me and for me to be able to support them um, and it's yeah it's, it's something that I'm, I'm really passionate about since my own children have, have gone through that um, so I'm using their experience as my own. I think something clicks inside your head when you realise that. Like, okay, so to put this into context, right? <laughs> I had a bit of a road rage incident on the way up here. Some guy was blocking up the road, and as I drove past, I was like, "What are you doing?" As I drove past, right, I shouted. I felt terrible about it, but as I got down the road, I thought I felt guilty for shouting at that person, right? Because in my eyes, he's got his own life, his own family that he'll go home to, and I've probably just made that a little bit worse by shouting at him. You walk past a, a bus that's driving past. Every single person sat on that bus. It's their own individual life. When when you realise that everyone is a, you know, it's, it seems like it's a really simple concept, but it's really not. When you realise everyone has their own individual mm. lives, feelings, and and that's everybody. Yeah. Something clicks, yeah. and it changes the way you speak to people. And this is, it sounds like a, like I said, it sounds like a strange thing to talk about. But when you know, working support, working with kids in school, and working with someone that's got autism or a disability or mental health issues, it changes the way uh, compassion works. Yeah. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah what I'm trying yeah. to say. And uh, I think I think this, the pandemic has also done that um, because. Uh, um, supporting each other um we set up the covid mutual aid group that that um was delivering 18 for 18 months six days a week to our most vulnerable that those that couldn't come out get their shopping so we'd set up a, a link between um them and co-op um not n- dropping any names there but <laughs> that's who i set out with um and uh, so they could order their food i'd go and collect it or it's any of our other volunteers drop it off but then we'd have that 10 minute conversation on the doorstep because they weren't able to see family um and that, that's the the elderly isolation, which is what we've linked into our year. Yeah. Because there were so many that were, and being able to be given that um, honour of being able to chat to them. Yeah. And their isolation, so you you're not seeing those people. They're stuck behind their doors, but they're there, as you said on the bus. They're, they're there, but you don't. Mm. You know, you're not actually looking at how they are coping with their day. Whereas once we got to deliver and they opened the door, you could see really well how yeah. where they weren't or were coping with their day being on their own. So, yeah, uh, um, for our year, it is about pulling our communities back together again, the way that we were at the beginning of the yeah. pandemic. And there were so many people that did amazing things yeah. during the pandemic. Uh, a big shout out to um, a group that I follow because they're just lovely people in there. Should be people helping one another. Yes. S B H. Oh, eh? yeah <laughs> yeah um, that's a group I, I'm, I'm part of because uh, the guys that run that are really nice yeah. um and uh, another example of does anybody need anything from a shop yeah. um there was the the the, the, the uh, during the pandemic there was the baby milk thing people yeah. were panic buying baby milk yeah. um and so like when people saw stuff they'd be like this sort of stuff mm. this sort of stuff yeah you know it was, yeah. it was it was good to see um and yeah you're right about rebuilding things and you know uh, coming back out into the big bad world has been a huge um, a huge issue for a lot of people and actually you know talking about um, um, elderly isolation mm. I did an interview with Tom from Amiga okay, and I mentioned yeah. that we were doing this and he had nothing but nice things to say about Fabulous. you actually He's, Amiga's one of my charities that I'm taking yeah. for the year because um, Louise's letters that they do and, and the rest of it has just been such a support yes. during um, the pandemic um, and uh, yeah I, I was introduced to them initially when as deputy mayor and I went to uh, go and do a, a, a raffle thing with them at their offices and um, little did I know, two, two of the, the, the people that run it, their children come to Priory and I already knew them. Mm. But then finding out a lot more about them, they were, they, you know, diversified so much to support the community. Um, I thought, well, what we did, we're going to pull them along. Um, and um, yeah, I also took, took on um, my own constituents group, which is Halstead Grange Community Hub, who are also have been amazing through... Um, through this whole situation anything that helps people get by yeah. i think you know uh, there's so many great initiatives in shrewsbury mm-hmm. that are you know grassroots yeah started independently yeah. you know uh, for example angelica bar um yeah. from shop shop epsi support uh, yeah. amazing um grassroots again doing great things and helping her community yeah. um i'm always i'm always a big fan of things like this yeah. and so it's good to see that you you're using that to you know springboard uh, things like amiga amiga were great I, mean, I met them at the weekend at the um uh the the bellevue arts festival yes. open it and within a few days we're doing an interview together yeah. because i love that sort of thing yeah. um I, you know i love to hear about stuff like yeah. that um 
being a mayor in waiting um, during Jill, Julian's uh, sort of uh, uh, term, term, term as, yes, as term a mayor, office, yeah. um, what was that like watching Julian? Because he did some great things while he was he mayor. Did, yeah. uh, were you like, oh my God, how am I going to follow this guy? Well, um, watching him cycle down the road wearing his mayoral chains, that was something. He turned up to pod aid <laughs> on bike. We were in the stadium. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to do that, but, but it's Julian, so yeah, he, he did it. Um, um, we're all very different, um, I think, um, which is really good, is that we, we can all stamp our personality on that, even though we are um, we are the role of um, the civic role. So um, the civic role originally was very much Christian-based. Uh-huh. Um, so um, he, he didn't do anything that was related to, to religion. Um, so I, they, they were the areas that I jumped into, so, so that, that's where you get your practice as deputy mayor. So current deputy mayor is um, Becky Wall. Um, and she jumps into stuff that I'm either unable to do or um, I'm too tired. Because <laughs> you have so much to do. Um, but it's a really good experience. It's a good trainingship. Um, but yeah, he's he's covered the um, environment really well. So mm. I, I take a little bit of that. And um, did, did he inspire you in any ways to, to go forward with your role? Yeah, he, he is um, more laid back than a sofa. So <laughs> he, is. he is. That's great. That is. So I thought I would, I would become, you know, I'd, I'd do the chilled bit. And um, I like talking to people generally. You know, I'm, um, my kids got fed up with me talking to them in the first part of the pandemic. That was one of the reasons why I set up. The, <laughs> Martha's sat here. She's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I set up the, uh, the mutual aid group because I could go and chat to other people. Um, so... I like being out and talking to the, the kids. Um, as I said before, I'm a big child myself, really. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's nice to be able to to see people and their smiles. Um, I went to the, the Bellevue um, Arts Festival as well, and it was brilliant. Nice, it was yeah. lovely to see people out. And I couldn't go to the Open Gardens. I felt really bad about that. Um, but it was Father's Day, and my wife was like, but it's Father's Day. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Let's do something there. We'll do something with Timmy. We'll go and we, we did some food for yeah. some food. Um, yeah, so we couldn't go to that. But yeah, it was nice to see the people out in the community. Just to just to get a taste of that is, is just to see that that is what's going on is, is really important to me. And I guess a, a year for you as as deputy mayor, doing little bits is kind of nice for you having having the kids with autism, mental health yeah, issues, yeah. to just to break them in gently rather than throw them into the deep end. Is, did you appreciate it that way or? Um, or was it hard still? <laughs> no, no. I, I'm, I'm. As I said, I'm, I'm an adult with ADHD. I can quite happily jump in both feet and not, not bother. I, I then think about it about. Five, where am I? Five oh. weeks later, I <laughs> yeah. think, oh my god, I did that. <laughs> yeah. um, so actually, it was use, it's, It was good that I'm not. I didn't overthink it. Um, our first week as mayor, I um, went down to go um, and decommission our. Um, submarine. Did you know that Shrewsbury's got a submarine? I didn't know that. No, no. HMS Talent. <laughs> it's affiliated to Shrewsbury. So oh, wow. The submariners come up on a regular basis. They uh, raise money for Hope House. They also come to um, uh, old people's homes and help dig over borders. Um, they help uh, line our public um, areas with um, bark. Um, so I went down there, took my son, who's, as I said, he's massively interested in mechanics. We had a look around the submarine. Where's, where is it based again? Plymouth. Is oh, okay. I was just sitting there in the quarry somewhere. <laughs> no, they are tempted to bring like a little paddle boat up with a with a, yeah? a thingy just to have a laugh because be they, they, they appreciate the, the comic value of this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we went around the submarine, um, met Princess Royal, who had a good chat to my son. Um, and funnily enough, the um, couple of the admirals that were there ha- understand autism really well, having had you know children and relatives themselves. Yeah. So I was able to, to say, you know, ask about um, whether, you know, they have submariners that come in or autistic, and they do. That's one of the only um, for, part of our forces that do take in our um, individual... Well, if anything, you need someone that's super focused on a submarine. So that's... That. That's it, that's it. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you sit there and watch those dials. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hoping... I have put our names down for the next one that's being built in Barrow and Finesse because they think the connection is brilliant. We're a landlocked county, so we're obviously not um, needing a, a submarine or a boat, but it's really good that we have that connection. Um, and in their submarine, they have our coat of arms. And they have a, the the, um, the a connection uh, certificate that states that they are they can come to, to Shrewsbury. So later on in the year, they are going to be handing their rights back to walk through Shrewsbury with sheep. <laughs> 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 and their rights to come up here but then hopefully we'll um our names are down for another one 
if I'm ever down Plymouth, I want to check out this uh, this, this submarine. I want yeah. I want to see it. Yeah, get some cameras done. Good look. Uh, <laughs> I've got some photographs I can just send them to. Absolutely, that'd be fantastic. And we get in touch with them guys and be like, expect a visit from the the Shrewsbury biscuit. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what are you looking forward to the most? Obviously, you, like I said, you're only five weeks in. What what's what's the most exciting thing for you? Um, I moved up to Shropshire thirty years ago. Yeah. From Dorset, so. Yeah, I think, um, and speaking to lots of people so far, um, Shrewsbury tends to be a place where you're either born in, obviously, or there are a lot of people that migrate here yeah. for jobs and then stay. Um, yeah. Not many people leave. Um, we were talking about this. We did a great interview with uh, Andy Dawson from Knockdeaton and um, uh, Stan Sedman and yeah, Phil yeah. Gillum. Yeah, yeah. And we were talking, that's one of the things we we're talking about is yeah. like, what makes Shrewsbury so desirable? Yeah. Know? People move in um, and... You know, I think the fact that there are lots of um, historical buildings. I come from Bournemouth um, and around Dorset, there's a lot of black and white buildings. So it's, it's like home from home. Yeah. But people are friendlier here. <laughs> I moved up here to manage a stud farm, believe it or not, horses. And um, I went into a shop and the, the person behind the counter spoke to me. And if you do that down south... You've, they think you've either nicked something or you've run away from something. So um, I said, oh, I haven't got anything. And um, they said, no, no, what? Um, hello, you know, good morning. Type thing. <laughs> so uh, people are a lot friendlier here as well. Um, so, yeah, it's people move in um, and I've been quite well adopted by the town. Um, I don't sound from um, from Shrewsbury, though. I've still got a bit of my daughter accent. I've kind of moved around all sorts of places. I don't know what my accent even is anymore. I, I, I don't hear anything <laughs> in my accent. It's just a plain voice. Um, yeah, it's it, one of the things that really struck me, um, because I've been, I was umming and ahhing about the Shrewsbury Biscuit for a while before I'd started it. And I was like, would this even work? And I was walking across Greyfriars Bridge, and there's a couple of students behind me. They stopped, turned, took a picture, and they're like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. And I was like... These are kids. What? Okay, we're doing this. Absolutely doing this. If kids are going to stop on Greyfriars yeah. Bridge, take a picture and appreciate where they are, this is going to have people are proud here. They are. Yeah, um, I'm really proud to, to have been to, to represent Shrewsbury, um, to um, you know, uh, community. You know, be able to talk to our communities. Um, we went to the recent um, International Children's Festival, which was held in Monkmore near the playing field it was brilliant it was really nice we had um children from ukraine from syria from all sorts of areas and they are really proud to be here um you know with the the events that are currently going on in ukraine um it's really nice to be able to give them a a safe haven um but to be able to you know to to celebrate what is shrewsbury and we are very unique we have the longest um row of shops that aren't you know part of a chain yeah Um, yeah wild cup yeah so, um, and it's it's really unique. Um, so, yeah, I, I love it. It's, it's I, obviously, I do a lot of shows in America. There's a radio station in Manchester, New Hampshire in America. I go on regularly as the kind of the British correspondent, I guess. And <laughs> I always love coming on the show and be like, yeah, it's the birthplace of Charles Darwin. And people are like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I've got him on my wall. It's just over there. Gary Drew. Um, <laughs> I love that. I, lo- I love that I'm, I live here. I mean, it was years. We were talking about coming to Shrewsbury for years before we did. You know, we were in Telford at the time. I was like, it's just a nicer town. The schools be nicer, you know. And we did. We moved here. And it's the best thing we ever did, you know. So I'm very, very happy about it. Um, what What do you think? Um, obviously, you've been a, being a councillor. You're now the mayor. You kind of know what to expect, I guess, uh, with, with going around. But what challenges do you think you're going to face as a mayor as opposed to a, ch- a, a councillor? Um, I think uh, as a councillor, there is more expected of you. Yeah, Because, you know, things go on and um, whether they be positive or negative. And they you can never say anything it. positive on social media anymore. You <laughs> say something and it's always an argument. Is yeah, yeah. About yeah. What do. Um, but I try to do the positive side. Um, you know, um, we try and celebrate what is really good about things. Um, and... Um, I mean, town councillor, our county council as well. Uh, I'm not a county councillor because they got my name wrong, but <laughs> town council. Um, there is a lot more expected of you. Um, mayor is is about being that representative. So I obviously can't swear in public. Yeah. Um, I've got to keep my temper. I don't really have much of a temper. Is there like a list of rules? Yeah, there's a mayor handbook. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, Thou shalt not swear. Yeah. Um, thou shalt not wear your chains anywhere other than where you're supposed to. Um, Shrewsbury has three sets of chains, which is, is great. Yeah, Phil told us there's yeah, a yeah. thin set and a heavy set. Yeah. 
The the daytime set that um that I wear quite a lot has also got um, a nice big nugget of um, Charles Darwin on the back. Really, they're really celebratory of of um, our um, the ma- young man in in situ by the yeah. um, library. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they're uh, as a, as my role as mayor. Um, I'm I'm really proud to do it. It's also very ceremonial. So I. Um, we went for mayor making, which was um, at um, Shrewsbury, uh, the Seven Theatre. Um, and when you get gowned up, full robes. So I wore my brand new red robe, which had to be made specifically, as I said. It is so hot. Really, really hot. A day like today, yeah. which has, I mean, it's about to rain now, but it's been scorching yeah. today. It was pretty much this heat, actually, on our mayor making. I was killing. Yeah. <laughs> but then you've also got um, a thing called a gabba that goes around your neck and it's a big frill at the front. You've got um, arm sleeves with frills around the wrist. You've got gloves. You've got a tricorn hat. And then after you've done the ceremony, you then have to take a drink out of this blessing cup. Um, I'm teetotal, so it's uh, I had ice water. But there are others that... Um, I know Helen Ball, Town Clark, name drop. She's, she um, is known to put lots and lots of spirits in, so you plastered <laughs> by the end of it. So you have to take this drink out, this huge tankard. It is so difficult not to get it up your nose or down your chin. Or, um, so <laughs> you got that to deal with. Um, and then when you had, we had the uh, Mayor Blessing at St Chad's, there's lots of ceremonial stuff there as well. So um, as I said before, it's Christian-based um, civic thing, but us as a family, we try and um, follow a Buddhist path, so we're, we're kind and we try and help other nice. people. That's my role. Um, but the, the event, I had to kneel down in front of the, the pulpit with this sword, which weighs an absolute ton on the ends of my fingers and promised that I would, uh, would be the uh, perfect role model for the uh, constituents of Shrewsbury and that I would represent them with my whole being and all the rest of it. It's that. It's, it's the ceremonial part of it. You think... I never thought I'd ever do this. You know, this is something that, that I couldn't have dreamed <laughs> about. And then I say to people, I'm going to go down and see my submarine. I never thought I'd actually get the chance to say that. There are, it's just so out of this world, but amazing. Do you have a lot of say in the ceremonies that you can go to, the events and things? Or do you, you there's certain things that you're expected to go and see, like the flower show? The mayor's always got to be at the flower show, apparently. Yeah, you, we're, I'm sent invites, so every day I have to check my diary to see and accept whichever I'd like to do. Um, my, uh, I, I've, As I said, you know, I've been to see the submarine and all sorts of other bits and pieces. There are things that perhaps I can't do too many of, um, which are things that are due in the daytime because um, the school wouldn't like it if I keep... <laughs> off. So um, uh, Becky will will do those. Um, my favourite one so far has been um, at TMBSS, which is the Teaching Medical Behavioural Support Service, which I am also the send governor for. Um, my son went through that service; it's amazing. Um, and I have been sent an official invite by the uh, primary school um, part that was um, in between um, Sevendale and Wilfred Owen School. That I was, I wanted. They wanted me to go to their jubilee party or, or tea party. And um, I arrived in my full regalia um, to two five-year-olds and a, a six-year-old and, a, and an eight-year-old uh, boys that were in this unit. And they'd made me biscuits, made uh, um, and there were princess ones and crown ones, and they'd iced them all. And they made little tiny little triangle cheese sandwiches. And um, the teachers were amazing. They'd, they'd got a really poshed a teapot and filled it full of lemonade, and we were doing chins, you know. Yeah. Oh, it was, and they they'd thought of questions to ask me, and it was just amazing. It was heart melting, you know. Um, I felt really honoured to be of to be welcomed by these fantastic kids. That, as I said, they have a, a bit of a barrier to learning, but when you see them in this provision, they are an absolute delight. They they've got manners, amazing. They um, and they they're dying to learn. They just can't do it in a large environment. It's so nice to see that within five weeks of you doing this, you've already been inspired by members of the public, which is nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. That's what you get a lot from. You know, speaking to mayors in the past, it's, um, you know, you get you get surprised at the most, uh, the areas you least expect, you know, um, which is nice. I've met some amazing people already, you know, um, you know a Paralympian who'd, who's been in the, uh, the last two Paralympics, rugby wheelchair rugby he, he, he's got that looks insane deal. wheelchair rugby <laughs> like. wow Jim Jim Roberts his name is and he was at the the Welsh Pool um, civic um, 
party that you get invited to the other mayor's um, events um, and they're all very different as well um, and he was telling me about his, um, his wheel- wheelchair expeditions you know in, in rugby it's amazing um, and then the chap that came to my, my mayoral blessing at St Chad's um, he had stopped the uh, the planning and development of um, a Peugeot garage and other um, buildings on the area around Shrewsbury Battlefield so him and him alone, he's I think he's about ninety seven. Um, this young man, and he's get, he's getting an MBE in January. He told nice. me he's written a book. He was honestly the people that you meet are just fantastic, and it's just nice to 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 take that in and think, wow, I've met already met so many um, amazing people. Um, I I think I think the mayor role is is a, such a brave role. It really is such a brave. It really is because all eyes are on you when you turn up at events. Oh my God, it's the mayor, it's the mayor, it's the mayor. I always think of that Ben Affleck picture where he's having a cigarette and he's like, I was like just blowing out the smoke. That's like a meme that's shared around the world now. He, he probably regrets that picture so much, but he's probably got just as much fame from that meme as he has from playing his role in Batman and all those other amazing roles. But it just takes that one snapshot, that one picture of him standing there having a cigarette, and that's it, blown all around the world with the mayor like you said you can't swear you can't do this you can't do that but you know you, you'd be like around the corner like oh it's okay I, I can I can just let, let loose take the hat off or whatever it is and then somebody would be like well no I, I can get away with this I think because um, <laughs> there is a there is a, a really good meme and it says li- um, live your day like a four year old in a Batman t-shirt I do that every day so whatever comes <laughs> out I'm not bothered um, <laughs> so I like that yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. It's general life, so you know, it's uh, it's we're along for the ride and enjoying it. I think sometimes you just got to learn to learn to just have fun, just to have fun, because you know the the shoes and biscuits are a lot more sophisticated to the other the other the, the debauchery I get up to with the other podcasts. You know, it's it's all the sweary and drinky and stuff. I like to wear two different caps. You know, um, well, yesterday I struck up the the live. Which, by the way, guys, it's going to every Wednesday at six o'clock. We're now doing a live show on Facebook. I liked it. I really did. I don't usually like sitting and just talking to myself. It's just an odd thing for me. But I thought I'm just going to be like, oh, I'll wear my photos. I'll just be normal, natural, organic and free and stuff. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, It's nice to just be able to. Yeah, let loose. Yeah, definitely. It's it's, um, to chill. I mean, we as a family have gone through quite a tumultuous uh, last two years. Um, actually, before then as well. But, um, and it's now got to a point where you think, you may as well live life. You only do it once. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we're going to try not to get so stressed about it. Chill out and enjoy it. Um, I think I'm, I've got a lot better at that. Definitely got a lot better at that. Because like with um, last year, sort of pod aid, when I was planning pod aid last year and stuff, it, there was the, very similar to what it is now. There's festivals, there's events. And yeah. last year was like the re- the re- the the uncoiling of the spring you know so there's so much going on that I was really stressing myself about it I can't do this and I can't do that and then he was actually Eric Fluger um, very famous artist in America good friend of mine one of my peers who's like Alex whether you like it or not you are a leader mm-hmm. and I was like okay so no matter what happens doesn't matter what happens it'll happen relax have fun yeah. uh, you know that really helped me out an awful lot it was a slap on the face but a good bit of advice yeah, as well you yeah. know um when when you take on the role of the mayor from the mayor, um, did Julian give you any advice um, <laughs> that you can see on a microphone? <laughs> um, he just said, "Go for it," and um, it was him and Phil Gillum. Um, Phil, um, nice chap, lovely, really yeah. lovely. Um, and he basically said, "You know that he knows that I'd enjoy it. Just go for it. Enjoy every minute." And that's exactly what you should do um, because there are so many different things, as I said, that you really aren't expecting um but to go along with it for, for the ride of it and um i've enjoyed so you know the whole lot um so far uh, people you know i haven't had any negativity it's all been really positive um we do get a bit of a, a funding but what's been really good um for that is that uh, you can use your your role as a positive thing yeah um and watching julian and um phil they both did that um julian by highlighting the the environmental aspect and um he was wanting to do things like a a dance but unfortunately he didn't with the pandemic and everything his was quite squished as a year um but i think he did a lot bearing in mind what was um what was 
put on him with, with you know he didn't have any control of it he's actually one of the most inspirational i've i've got the pictures on my laptop thank you to phil morris for taking these pictures that we did when the um the ukraine marches through the town yeah. and he was there right at the front and oksana if you're going to listen to this uh, um i i spoke to oksana and i wanted to arrange an interview with the ukrainian uh, community uh, and uh, and with Amanda Jones as well from uh, Shropshire Supports Refugees yeah, yeah. and talk about the the last year that they've had or the last few months they've had of what they've been up to and the, the challenges and the good things oh, we haven't got around to planning it yet but it's coming <laughs> it has coming but yeah seeing Julian at the front of all them people rallying people on to do good things and yeah. to be good people and to I was just like this is a guy that's swimming upstream here you know he's he's, he's Green Party fighting for the the environment when people are telling him well, well did you drive you in a car yeah all these stupid things and yeah. uh, you know the horrible comments we've heard about the ukraine war you know all the stuff that's going on and he's there front and center yeah I'm proud to be there and yeah. that was just really inspiring to see yeah we, we went along with it didn't we martha we were uh, stood at the front as a deputy and i promised that um we would continue that um we uh, uh at the after the flower show um we're gonna have um a tea party a welcoming party which is is a, a tradition that was dropped a while ago but um i'm now restarting it where um, we have a tea party welcoming people that are moving into the town. And we've had quite a few Ukrainian refugees and Syrian. I'd love to um, get involved with that. Variety, yeah. So um, we, we're going to do that after the flower show um, and uh, put on a, a spread and welcome them. And, you know, anybody that, like, I mean, I'm a refugee from down south, I suppose, but nowhere near, you know, like a, uh, the Ukrainian uh, group and Syrians, they're, they're, they're moving here because it's a place of safety and they're yeah. very passionate about wanting yeah. to return when they can. Um, we used to, uh, as a family, we used to host children from Belarus, which is just above Ukraine, that were affected by Chernobyl disaster. And when we had the, the children over for a month, a year, over a six-year period, they were very passionate about their own um, country. And, you know, the, uh, one lad that we had that had a physical disability uh, because of the radiation caused by Chernobyl, yeah. um, he was sent. He was coming over to ours to learn English so that he could possibly do um, t- uh, radio um, telephone sales because they're still quite... Um, negative about um, physical disabilities but he wouldn't learn English he said um, which means I don't understand and he wouldn't learn Russian um, English sorry so I would have to learn I learned Russian um, which I don't have very much of left now in my brain um, <laughs> because he wouldn't he was so passionate about where he comes from and I think we have seen that in the news um, you know coming across that they really are they're going to fight tooth and nail to keep their country um, as Ukraine and not part of a, um, an annex of um, uh, Russian state and this is this is uh, the point, uh, you know, the comments on Facebook, I'm starting to really struggle with at the moment. And I, I'm kind of having to force myself to stay away because it's just, like I said, you can't put anything. You can be like, oh, the, the sky is blue and somebody will find an argument for yeah, it's it. It's green. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? And um, uh, some of the comments, and it's like, well, you just imagine being torn away from country you don't want to leave. That is the point there. That is the most important point. They're taking the families to a foreign country with people that don't want them there I mean, in a weird, horrible way. I mean, of course, there are people that do want them here, mm-hmm. and uh, we we do. But that's what they're seeing on social media is those comments. We yeah. do want you here. We do want you Definitely. to help. But that's that's the, that's what they're faced with, and it's, it's horrible. Um, so I do want to arrange that interview so we can put a few things straight. Amanda is amazing. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> She's I've, a warrior. Yeah, I've come, yeah. Um, Come across, we're, our paths have crossed many times. She's a, an amazing mm. lady. Um, but we I just want to say we are only it's only through sheer luck of where we're born. So yeah, at any course. point lottery, we could have been born in yeah. born in Africa, we could have been born anywhere on this planet. It's just through sheer luck on on where you are born. So um, you know, and who you're born to. Yeah. Um I spent my entire childhood in care. So I could have been born to a very wealthy family, but I wasn't. Um and uh, moving up here, I moved up to Shropshire on my own. Um and it's by being headstrong and doing that. Um, people coming over here uh, from Ukraine, they are tr- desperately trying to save their families, people coming from uh, Syria, anywhere else. It's that preservation and trying to keep themselves safe. And that's what we all have somewhere. So that's where hopefully our um, our communities um, can um, pull together and, and support each other as human beings. It's good that you've got that connection with the, the refugees. And uh, I hope this doesn't sound offensive to you, but, you know, being in care, finding somewhere where you belong, mm-hmm. somewhere else, home, finding home and I've, I've seen I've seen that battle before I probably yeah, yeah. should be saying stuff like that uh, with where I work but I've seen that battle before and it is hard mm. um, but do you feel like um, it's nice to be in Shrewsbury where you, do you feel like you belong here yeah yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah people I'm um, 
that's the bit that I haven't got used to actually as being mayor. People are smiling at me and I'm thinking, they smiling at me because of being town councillor. They smile at me because I've, I've got toilet, toilet paper on my yeah, shoe. Yeah, I've got on my shoe. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, I have to, you know, it clicks back. Oh yes, I am mayor. So I, and then I'll, I'll smile. But I'm, I'm, I'm automatically doing that now. It's actually um, one of them, uh, a really cool Buddhist practice. Um, and this might help you in the next time you're on your car journey is as you're driving along, breathe in and think calm. And as you breathe out, physically do a smile and you won't believe the amount of people that smile back at you. And it's a real positive feedback. So, okay. so do that next time you get the traffic lights. I don't know, I might look like Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no laughing involved, just a big smile. Okay. And uh, see, see how it works. To start off, we think, oh, I feel all right, prat doing this. But actually, a couple of goes and you think, they just smiled at me and mm. I, you know you might have had a positive impact on somebody else's day that might have been a bit pants if they hadn't spotted you i had a, I had to have a conversation with timmy afterwards because he was in the car with me i was like i'm very very sorry you saw that i feel really bad about it i do like when i'm i'm very rarely rude to anybody i'm, I'm a nice guy i i you know just relax chilled out but that was a very rare moment of me getting a little bit hot-headed, <laughs> literally, because it's boiling as well. Yeah. So I felt bad afterwards, and I think that that's the difference between being uh, an a-hole, <laughs> we can say, yeah, and not being like, is that, yeah. you feel that remorse straight away, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know what? I think I'm so glad that we met, and I'm sure we'll part, we'll, our paths will cross. Definitely. Because we, we do cover a lot of events. And if you see me with a microphone, come say hello. I shall. Um, yeah, and well, I, I might say hello as well. Uh, yeah. Um, and you know, um, I hope you have the best time of it because uh, it's uh, the mayor. It, it does look like a scary role. Like I said, the whole Ben Affleck thing, being caught <laughs> off guard, that does scare me. But at the same time, you're welcomed everywhere. It's, it'd be a nice year yeah. for you, I imagine. You get loads of cake. That's why I take my children with me because they can eat it. Cause Does it come with a subscription at the gym? <laughs> well, actually, that was that was one thing that that both Phil and uh, uh, Julian did say is that you'll put at least two stone on. Well, luckily enough, I'm still losing the weight at the moment because <laughs> I was supposed to be doing the London Marathon in October. Whether that happens or not, it might be April because I've got a bit of a pull in my back at the minute. Oh gosh! So I'm doing that for the Halsgate Grange Community Hub. So if anybody wants to sponsor me. Ah. Um, and it's to, to help because uh, the Halscott Grange Community Hub which was the Eileen Sanford uh, Centre in, on Kinniston Road um, was really badly damaged um, and uh, uh, some of the ladies Leanne, Nia, Naomi and Amy have pulled the place with a bit of my help up, and uh, also um, uh, Helena Dainty from uh, the, the uh, youth services have pulled that place up from the burning wrecks that it was into a functioning building that now has um, uh, groups coming in, boxing, um, and it would be good to have some you know, addiction services in there and other support services um, to support the community that have um, previously, prior to my uh, town council role, um, you know, have, have not had so much of a support. But, um, yeah, I'm very proud to be able to shove them to the forefront. Well, with everything that you're working on, with the charities that you are supporting, with the things you're working with the council as well, I feel like I've never really sort of stepped, like, me and, me and the Shrews and Shru with Town Council, I don't even know if the, the Town Council are aware of who I am, but yeah. like, I just want like, just to, just to uh, break the ice a little bit. Anything you need to help out with the biscuit, just please get in touch yeah. because uh, we, we'll be very happy to help. Um, like I said, we will see each other at events. And, and you're speaking of sponsorships, um, I do need to mention Podaid that we're going to be doing. Yeah. I, I did offer you, invite you. Yes, I'll definitely come along. Yeah, yeah, um, that'd be great. As you, as I said, I have quite a lot of invites, but yeah, definitely more than happy. Um, it's a, it's, it, it's a lot of fun. Julian, like I said, Julian came on his bike last time. He had his high vis on. He sat down. We had a chat. It's very relaxed in front of the camera, live and stuff. It's very good, and we look great. Um, I've I'm, next week. I'm going to. Uh, to retty the room that we're going to be using apparently it's quite a big room i'd love to stay uh, i was on the phone to them today they very nicely offered us a room there uh worth mentioning as well uh shrewsbury town and the community which are now shrewsbury foundation mm-hmm. um they they would have given us the room that we had last year but they sold that unit it's gone now at the side oh, really? of the, the stadium they offered us a room in the stadium but it's small so they were like we don't think you'll be able to get there and there's time constraints so thank you so much to Shrewsbury Foundations we still love you guys uh, but i love to stay yeah we're going to be there um, we have Char- Charles Denscom and Heather are amazing at micro videos they're absolute legends in the community and they've offered us cameras again so we're going to look great in front of the camera um, but and we're also selling um, our our uh, our 
time slots for sponsorship. Uh, advertisement is available. Uh, we've sold a few already. Uh, thank you to everybody. I don't, want, I don't want to mention the sponsors yet because we need to get all that in, in place. But we have sold some. There are loads for sale. They are £100 for an hour. But for that £100, you'll get your logo on the screen, visible for everybody around the world that's watching. And we'll give you a, hey, this hour is brought to you by, and then we'll talk about your company. Give us a, give us a brief on what you want to talk about. It's great for, for people around the world to see your company supporting a great charity like Lincoln Davis. Uh, last year, we raised over £3,000 just in donations alone. We sold a few sponsor slots, but I want to sell them all. Yeah. And we've got 24 to sell. So if you do want to buy one, please get in touch. It's very important to us. Um, Pod Aid is going to be on the from 9am on the 29th of September till 9am on the 30th. It's a 24-hour live podcast in front of the world it's going to be amazing we've got a great guest that we can announce responses in reach thank you very much for them guys um it's gonna be great so that's my spiel about pod aid you want to get involved get in touch thank you so much for chatting to me today thank you very much for inviting me i've uh, thoroughly enjoyed it yeah i'm sure we'll we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. cross paths again and i hope you have a great thank you martha for, for being so patient you've been fantastic there <laughs> Makaton signed it back yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah we'll catch you guys next time thank you yeah. for listening to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast peace out guys what? welcome <laughs> to the wheel of thunder yeah that wasn't supposed to happen <laughs> I'm going to leave it in though just to show you that uh, even people like me can make mistakes uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> That's from uh, Inglorious Barstool. That's a game that we play. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Peace out.